Oscar boy. <laughs> Complete with adorable noises. <laughs> Don't eat my banana bread. <laughs> Stop purring. We're live. <laughs> These mics are hot. <laughs> Stop purring. <laughs> everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I am your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. And Emily, a few moments ago, I said the phrase duck nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> and we both thought that was very funny. Yeah. Um, we- is there any way that we can recreate the moments leading up to me saying the fateful phrase duck nuggets, duck nuggets. Um, and have it have still to... be funny the way it was the first time before we were recording? <laughs> I mean, I will always think that duck nuggets is funny, but also <laughs> I don't know if our listeners are going to find it funny, but let's give it our best shot. Because okay. It's, it's seven in the morning. That's true. This is this is great because I feel like it's like a morning edition of a of a show, maybe like uh, the Today Show with maybe? the worst morning hosts ever. With the worst mo- morning hosts ever, we're gonna if, talk about duck nuggets. If we're <laughs> we're gonna talk about duck nuggets, we're gonna be yawning the whole time. Yep. And you're gonna hear some coffee slurping, and it's gonna be a good episode because there's real coffee in this in this cup. In fact, the cup is so hot it's burning my flesh, but I have nowhere to put it down. <laughs> Because I'm not in my usual recording space. These Nor are have real. I been. These are real people, not actors. This is there's real a, coffee. There's a cat in here somewhere. I have a problem with those commercials. The precedent that that phrase sets is that actors are not real people. <laughs> I, uh, having been an actor and been surrounded by actors, I can agree with that statement. That they're not people. <laughs> Have you ever been to a party with actors? It's fucking horrible. That's a good point. They're not great. Wow, that's going to blow up my chances of, I don't know, fame, stardom. You're going to offend somebody important. Or you're going to connect with somebody on an emotional level. And they're going to be like, yeah, you know what? You're fucking right. Yeah, we are all phonies. You should be in my movie. This girl knows what's up. She knows duck nuggets. <laughs> she knows about duck nuggets, man. So I was bemoaning to John. Well, John was first bemoaning to me that Tyson Chicken is apparently doing very poorly and projects that we will run out of chicken. Mm-hmm. And I said that makes a lot of sense because why did I say that? My brain just went. No, you know what? <laughs> yeah, it's what he said. She said duck nugget story we're gonna let you we're gonna let you draw the line we're not eating ducks into nuggets <laughs> but you know what you can think that if you want i'm gonna move along. i think just forget forget any preconceived notion you have about the phrase duck nuggets <laughs> we're gonna you know what that's and just the thing is like, you decide I feel like this whether you the- think the phrase as a standalone 
thing deserves to be on a t-shirt. And if you think it does, we'll put it on a t-shirt. There we go. You can draw your own conclusion to Duck Nuggets. Just pretend we told you the origin and you thought it was really funny. You thought it was really funny. You know, like, funny. when no, your this friends is our, like... have... It's like when your friends have an inside joke yeah, that exactly. you go along with and they they believe that you understand what it is and you just live this lie. Use you know? duck nuggets to get people to listen to our show. You, you just have to go around talking about how great and funny duck nuggets is. Yeah. And then people are like, what's that from? What does that even mean? And then you could be like, oh, it's from Downtime with John and Emily. You should listen to it. They definitely explain what duck nuggets is. Yeah, they definitely go all the way into it and just... I give you the origin story of Duck Nuggets, like the before, before times. So, I mean, like, I didn't have to give you the training montage. I just got, I just gave you Bruce Wayne watching his parents die in an alley and, and Batman. And you have to, you have to draw the line in between. You got to see Ra's al Ghul and all that shit for you. You got to, you got to make that up yourself. You know what I mean? So I gave you. Tyson is running out of chicken and I gave you duck nuggets and you have to draw the line in between. You merely adopted the ducks. <laughs> I was born with them. The ducks? <laughs> <That's> Anyways. Like... <laughs> it's a pretty good bane. It was a pretty good bane. You know, most bane Thank impressions you. are completely unacceptable it's at all times. It's just a Sean Connery but in a plastic cup. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is, like... A lot of people can do a Bane impression. Right. But that just makes the bar even higher for attempting it on a recorded medium. Yeah. Like, you got to be really good. And that was pretty good. Or else you get things thrown at you. So. Yeah, well, people try to throw shit at me. I'll fucking break their backs over my knee. Because that's that's, what Bane does. There you go. We got to make sandwiches. Oh, my God. Well, I do love Sandos. Sandals are really good, and uh, the fact that we're recording this in the morning really opened my eyes to the possibilities. Oh, my God. Yeah, we wouldn't have never, we probably would have never talked about breakfast sandwiches. Never would have thought of breakfast sandwiches. Not a million years would we have had the wherewithal to think and talk about breakfast sandwiches. Okay, so how? Let me give you, let me shoot a question out of my, out of my face for you. Yeah, please. Um, do bagels count as your bread option? And if so, do Ooh. can you do a bagels and locks as a sando? Like, is that a sandwich? I think it's a bagel. Yeah, but if you do a bagel with schmear and capers and onions and dill and then locks and then top it with another bagel half. Yeah. Is that not now a sandwich? I don't. This is also the dangerous, this is the dangerous question, John, because this is, I don't know if you've been on the internet. (laughs) Are you going to bring up hot dogs right now? I'm going to bring up hot dogs right now because I feel like we got to, we got to rip this bandaid off. You wanted to reference a meme from like a year and a half ago? Just wading through the lukewarm (laughs) hot dog water. I believe that there was an internet argument that went along the lines of a hot dog is a sandwich, yes or no. Right. And then people argued over whether a hot dog was a sandwich. But then once it was agreed upon that a hot dog is in fact a sandwich, that opened the door, that opened the floodgates for other things that are sandwiches. 
that yeah, we would I... not consider to be sandwich is a pizza a sandwich like it's not a sandwich. ridiculous <laughs> things you know what i mean though like that ravioli happened. ravioli was one there's an argument there. <laughs> yeah there is there is an there's argument no there. argument there it's pasta it's pasta it's pasta you didn't leaven it our ritz bits sandwiches <laughs> i suppose they are they, i believe they call them like cracker sandwiches well, i mean they are sandwich crackers same with sandwich cookies. see the issue with the hot dog situation i believe they once were sandwiches because they were colloquially known as frankfurter sandwiches Oh, well, that, that's your answer right there, John. I don't know if you have an argument past what you just said. Well, that was, that was my original argument was that, yeah, they're sandwiches because they used to be called Frankfurter sandwiches. But I think that with my argument on the bagel thing, which I have not yet enumerated, mm-hmm. it, it will kind of work against that because no one calls them sandwiches anymore. You just call it a hot dog. So I think perhaps they've lost their knighthood, their sandwichhood. Oh, okay. But I yeah, think they've become their own thing. Because when I go to a bagel place, I'm going to order a sausage, egg, and cheese bagel. And not say, not, not bother with the word sandwich. I'm not going to throw the word sandwich in there even a little bit. Uh-huh. But I feel like when they start throwing hot stuff in there, they do start calling them sandwiches. I, that's not been my experience, Emily. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Okay. All right. That's fair. I mean, I still do feel like like an egg and cheese on a bagel is a sandwich. Egg and cheese on the bagel is... Or else you would ask for an egg and cheese sandwich, but you ask for an egg and cheese on a bagel, being like, make me an egg and cheese sandwich, but sub out the bread, which is boring and tired and old, with this fresh, funky circle bread, oh, which is God. bagel. Are we, we're going to argue about meat, too. We are gonna argue about meat. This oh, is gonna man. be this is gonna be a nitty gritty episode. I didn't think that the sandwich episode was gonna tear this podcast apart. This is gonna be a contentious episode for sure. Because I, f- it's gotta have meat on it. I no. <laughs> there are so many different kinds of sandwiches, John. I had an incredible sandwich when I visited my buddy Joe in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. We he took me to this vegan restaurant. And I had a pulled barbecue jackfruit sandwich. That's just pretty good. It was delicious. People are into jackfruit now. (laughs) Jackfruit's the new hot thing. Yeah. I mean, it's been for a little bit. It's a little bit over. It's a little tired now, but. But it's it's gonna like that's one of the few situations in which I have enjoyed a meat substitute. I feel like you can't go if you're using veggies or using tofu or something, you have to cook them like themselves. You can't you can't just throw them uh, on a spit and call it fake rotisserie chicken. You know what I mean? It's not it's not how it works. I had a duck log the other day. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't. I had a turkey log. Sorry, I'm still on duck nuggets. (laughs) Um I had a turkey log the other day, and it was like a turkey loaf, I suppose. Okay. It was like uh, maybe five ounces, you know. It was like the size of your hand, so it was yeah. not very large. It was actually so not underwhelming. Now we're going to get into an argument loaf. about what you what you can and cannot call a loaf. 
It was a small loaf. If to it be doesn't sure. fit in a bread pan, then I don't think it could be called a loaf. It definitely could not, because I don't think anyone wants that much densely packed <laughs> meat substitute. That's like a whole lot, you know? Like a meatloaf, I feel like there's some filler in there, there's some space, but like in order to get the right texture into these meat substitutes, I feel like they're just like jam packed into a small container to sort of like make them firm yeah you know and sliceable and so this was actually really impressive it was really delicious we we got really bored because we've been cooking up a storm here and we decided we wanted thanksgiving again so we did (laughs) we did a full thanksgiving meal and the centerpiece was this turkey loaf but yeah what's going on with the meat substitutes is that they're all like they're all flying off the shelves now you know, right? That's yeah, crazy. people are people are coming back to the well, and the well's running up dry, and they're looking around like, "What? What else is there?" And they're like, "Wow, there's there's then, Beyond Meat. Beyond Meat's yeah. doing better than ever." <laughs> Beyond Meat's like Beyond Meat is here for you. <laughs> Give me a try. You've been curious, and I'm like, I need that to live. I don't need it to live. Come into the warm embrace of, of lab made meat. meat. <laughs> It's the thing is, it's like the warm glow of is, the fluorescent lab lights. Their game is pretty good. You know what I mean? Like it's, Beyond Meat's okay. Beyond Meat's really good. I mean, like we have the Beyond sausages, and those are made. That I don't know. Like this is something I wanted to talk about with the hot dog too, because it's something that frankly disgusts me. But if my hot dog didn't have it, I'd be upset. They talk about the snap. You know, you need that snap. That's true. On a hot dog from the intestine. It's from the intestine, and I don't know how they replicated it, and I, <laughs> I hope to God I never find out. <laughs> but, but the Beyond sausage, sausage has got a snap. And Can't you can, they just like, use, like, mushroom intestines? That's an excellent point, John. I'd never considered them just using mushroom intestines. <laughs> Good job. Good job. See, mushroom intestines is not as punchy as duck nuggets. It's not as punchy as duck nuggets. Yeah, that's just the thing. This episode's flawed from the start. Let me ask you a question. Please. It's sandwich related. Okay, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Alfalfa sprouts, yes or no? No. We've seen a death. We've seen a death of alfalfa sprouts from yeah, sandwich stores. I, I don't know. I I was into an alfalfa sprout at one point. They got some good umami and they got some good texture and I really like it. The problem I have with it is whenever there's a sandwich shop that has alfalfa sprouts as an option, there's always a little sign above the alfalfa sprouts, <laughs> which is just like, these might make you really sick. And I'm like, <laughs> the thing is alfalfa sprouts. I like you. You're okay. How are you supposed to have a club sandwich without alfalfa sprouts? I mean, like, it's a risk you're just going to have to take. And coming from someone who is dating a club sandwich person, I would say. Ah, he would be a club sandwich person. He's a fucking club sandwich person. I can't talk about it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Still such a nerd for him. Anyways. Which is just really more of a statement. It's more of a judgment on my character than his. <laughs> he he wasn't ever pretending to not be a club sandwich person. <laughs> but I feel like the club sandwich people are so adamant that the club sandwich is a good sandwich. That they yes. are willing to take the risk of E. coli. Whereas <laughs> I'm not so sure. I also had a discussion with him about the club sandwich. Because I'm like, why is it called a club sandwich? And he's like, yeah. 
And he said something, and I was like, no, it's because it comes from country clubs, man. Like That was my assumption. You know, those places well-known for having terrible food. Like, right. it's not fancy food. I don't know if anyone's been to a country club or whatever. The food you get there is never good. I don't understand why it's a fancy person thing to go to the country club and to eat there because right. it's the worst shit imaginable. Most of the time, the shit is not good. It's so bad. Like, it's just, yeah, it's it's like American food. Yeah. And I don't even know what that is. That's nothing. It isn't. It does not exist. It's club sandwiches is what it is. Yeah. And we've been taught to, to believe that an extra slice of toast is supposed to make up for the fact that you didn't even heat it up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what we need. Because, like, okay, the obvious answer, like, funny, haha, yeah, you have a podcast and you made a joke answer on how to make the best sandwich would be, like, just take all the elements of the best sandwiches in the world and just put them into one sandwich. But that's not, that's we've stupid. Been doing this, we've been doing this for three years, John. Like, we've, been, we've gone that route. That's, you know what I mean? We've gone make frolics. the bread. We've gone even prehistoric, get prehistoric bog bread and yeah. bog butter and make a grilled cheese. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we've done it. It's played out. This is. is an adult podcast. So I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to not talk about bread. I would like to talk about bread, but mostly insofar as it needs to be clear that the bread is freshly made. It would be nice to have some freshly made bread. I don't know. Like, lately we've been getting this seed bread. No. We call it seed bread because I don't know the real name of it. I'm not using that bread. It's so good. No. It's covered in seeds. That's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's like whole wheat bread, but it actually tastes good. See, I put money in the hands of a trophy hunter when I bought Jimmy John's yesterday. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't I I think they're all franchised. Oh, are they? Okay, I that makes so. me feel better. <laughs> so maybe a lesser trophy hunter. <laughs> a trophy hunter supporter. That bread is hard not to get behind, is all I I'm mean, here to say. Because that bread's thing. fucking good. But you know what those mofos use on their sandwiches? What? Alfalfa sprouts. That's true. You can you have the option to get sprouts on any sandwich you want. But they you, also don't heat it up. Yeah, but I don't need it. So that's what's fucked is that every other sandwich place, my argument is hot sandwich it just equals better sandwich. I mean, for the most part, that is true. Yeah. What about it? You know what? Okay, so as a non-meat eater, mm-hmm. you know what my favorite sandwich is? And the one I would be tempted to snag a bite of, even though I'm a vegetarian. What? Fucking hot Italian, man. The Italian sub is a beautiful thing. Oh, my God. The Italian sub is possibly the greatest. Why did we do? We came here. We hit record today to make the best sandwich. And it's already been made. It was made already. It's the fucking The answer is the Italian. Italian sub. It's so good. And I don't mean it's hot in temperature. I mean, it's like spicy, the spicy Italian. I mean, hot in temp would be it, not fully no, hot. No, because it's supposed to be cold. It's supposed to be cold, but I feel like we can melt some cheese on top. Like just maybe a little provolone. Just put it into the broiler for just long enough for that provolone to melt a little uh-huh. bit and then pop it out. 
Yeah. I mean, like, it does have mayo in there, so that adds a weirdness. Although when I make my grilled cheeses, I normally put mayonnaise on there. Well, you got to put it on the outside of the bread. Oh, you're talking about outside. Okay, so then that would be like parm and then do like a parmesan. No, 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 no. I'm talking about inside. I'm just saying for a grilled cheese. Oh, I see. You put the mayo on one side and then you you put that on the the grill. grill. I'm sorry. You grill the mayonnaise? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? You're a goddamn monster. Google Google how to make a grilled cheese sandwich. Half of the entries are going to say put mayonnaise on one side and then put that side on the griddle. I don't under, but then you have to hold the mayonnaise side. No, no, it'll be, <laughs> it'll be cooked down. It'll just make it like nice and caramelized on the bread. No, that's what butter is for, dude. No. I, I, no, Ser- this look, is wrong. Look this up. It's a okay. real thing. I promise. <laughs> All right, but I make a pretty fucking amazing grilled cheese, and I don't put mayonnaise outside the bread like a psychopath (laughs) all right it's just for cooking purposes anyway i think the italian sub i mean if you're you're a a vegetarian and that's the one thing you would come back for and i am a meat eater and that's that's one that i keep going back to i think it's perfect but it's not ours and okay. there's like 20 minutes left in this episode. So we got to we got to get to something. <laughs> oh my god. John, yeah. you were right. Bon appetit once you've put mayonnaise outside the bread. Yeah, and they're not like I have been watching a lot up. of Bon Appetit and we do get Bon Appetit delivered to our house. But that's not they're not the only ones that say to do that. A lot of people say to do that. That's crazy. Um, my eyes have been uh, not open cuz I'm not going to do it. Because I still believe that it's wrong. Right. But, like, I I understand that people do this now. Smash cut to some music. This week, we have music from Meryl Rudy. That's M-E-R-Y-L-R-U-D-Y. Meryl Rudy. She has sent in a song called Mine, and you're going to really love it. I'm going to give you, in the description, a link to her Spotify, which you should go and you should follow, and you should listen to the rest of her music that she has there. But... You should also go to her Instagram at Meryl Rudy Music and follow her there for all of her updates and listings for shows, etc. For now, please enjoy Mine by Meryl Rudy. Thank you so much, Meryl. Stop waiting. 
You know, you're just like the classics. Like, I like a PB and J. Last night That's, I just had a cheese sandwich. I was thinking with about a PB and J. The Dutch do a cheese sandwich with pickles. What? Wait, I mean, a but cheese it's sandwich good. with pickles. So it's literally just a grilled cheese, but with pickles also. Oh, it's ungrilled. It's, it's a just, cold cheese sandwich. That's horrible. It's pretty good. <laughs> no. It's That's not. what I had for dinner last night. Okay, here's here's my here's the sequence. It went bread, Dijon mustard, <laughs> sliced pickles, butter lettuce, mm-hmm. uh, butter lettuce, fucking good. gouda cheese, and then mayonnaise bread. Okay, now put it in an oven for like twenty seconds, and then also some turkey, and I'm sold. <laughs> Gouda and turkey giant monster. 
I obviously think- ham. Ham is gross though. Ham grosses me out. I would uh, I would always take and I know this is weirdly controversial. I don't know why. I would always take a nice dinner ham on a sandwich as opposed to like a deli sliced ham. Isn't that too steaky? Like when you bite into it, doesn't the whole piece come out of the bread? I feel like that's maybe we should get away from ingredients and talk structure for a minute. Okay. Because I feel like that's important. Like no one wants to hold their sandwich and have all the insides slip out the back. Or alternatively, when you bite into your sandwich and you accidentally pull the ingredients right. out of the sandwich the other way. That's why the sub roll is perfect. Mm. Two slices is going to be a problem no matter which way you slice it. Uh. Uh, because you have that giant wide open space in the back. Stuff is mm. all, it doesn't matter what you put in there. It's go, It's not going to go well. It's going to fall all over your lap and then you're going to have to... You're going to have to change into the pants that you keep in your car when you're at work just in case something like this happens. But it's good that you have the forethought to do that. So good on you. Mm-hmm. So I think it's got to be a sub roll unless we can figure out a like that there is a sliced bread that we absolutely want to use, in which case we have to figure out ingredients that are not going to fall all over the place. That's wise. How's your banana bread, Emily? It's really good. Do we use banana bread? Is there, I, um, is there something there? I believe I've talked on the uh, on the show before about the grilled cheese man that used to live outside my dorm. Oh, and he Corey? would do yeah, Corey. I remember and he Corey. would do like a halloumi and Nutella grilled cheese on banana bread. It was like a sweeter, saltier cheese. That's incredible. And then grill it with Nutella on on banana bread. How's this man doing? Because he should be doing incredibly. And if he's not, that's a crime against humanity. I mean, he got a location. That's I'm very happy for him. Mm-hmm. I only vi- he like, got a brick and mortar. I visited you a limited number of times, and I I think we got we went to Corey's truck like every time. And oh, yeah. it was a joy every single time. Yeah, he was a weird dude, but I mean, he, he weird grill a fucking cheese. We should yeah. ask him about the mayonnaise thing. We should have brought him grilled on. Grilled cheese man. We should have brought him on. We should have thought about that. His agents probably, probably. He's not. all booked up. Yeah, you know, he's a busy man. Yeah. <clears throat> Are we, do we want to go sub roll? I do love that, being able to like hold it like a hero. You know, just like I do. I do like a sub roll. Here's the thing about the sub roll. Without being messy. Close your eyes and think the word sandwich. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it is. I think it's a hero. I think it's a submarine sandwich. A submarine or a hero. It's not real. Like, it, it's a sandwich, but it's not like. It's not the sandwich. It's not the idealized vision of a sandwich. And I mm. fully get that. I, I just I it, it really might just be because it's the morning, but I really want some scrambled eggs in between two pieces of bread with some like yeah. cheddar cheese on it. That's a beautiful sandwich. It's a beautiful thing. It is. There are a few things better than that. <clears throat> I mean, that's my favorite sandwich, so I'd be down to call it at that, honestly. I mean, you could throw an avocado in there. 
And but then avocado you get would bump it up. It does bump up the slippage by like tenfold, though. Yeah, I mean, like you go from a sandwich with very little likelihood of slippage to like a hundred percent chance you're gonna lose an lose an avocado slice. Right. You know. Yeah. Did we get any responses from Instagram? No, nobody responded. Cool. There were so many. That's the thing is like I don't understand. There were so many views and no one wanted to share the very personal information with us of what is your, your favorite, favorite sandwich. sandwich? <laughs> Which I think is like possibly the least invasive question we've ever posed. And yet people did not feel comfortable. You know, it is a deeply personal thing. It is. These food choices. <laughs> and then, you know, maybe we could figure out some of your allergies or some of your preferences and maybe hack into your stuff or something. I don't know if everyone uses their favorite sandwich as their security question, but... Uh, <laughs> Maybe that's it. You know, I don't really know. Here's here's the trick, though. If when your mm. bank asks you, what's your favorite sandwich? As a security question, just say ice cream sandwich. No one's guessing oh, that. Oh, my God. I don't know, John. It's pretty cheeky. And it opens up a whole new. Like, what is yeah, not that's, sandwich eyes? That's, that's when you go... That's when in like in 11 months, you're going to look in your in the notes on your phone and you're just going to see a blank note that says ice cream sandwich. You're going to be like, what the fuck is this? I believe, John, that there are organized people out there who actually manage their passwords in a responsible way. (laughs) Yeah, but the majority of people are like me. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's also me. But that's the thing is like I was trying to use this uh, as an opportunity this whole being home and not having that much else to do as an opportunity to get my life together. And I have not done it yet. Yeah. So Italian we'll sub see. egg sandwiches, chicken katsu. What's that? Philly cheesesteak. Croque monsieur. Oh my God. Croque madame. Just, just deep fry a sandwich. Just a- <laughs> oh no. Just deep fry a fucking sandow. Like, obviously, the French knew what they were doing. What's the one sandwich? It's the um, the Monte Cristo. Which one is? What's in a Monte It's like, Cristo? it's another deep fried sandwich, and it's got, like, jelly dipping sauce. That's so fucked It's a up. lot. There's a That's lot really doing with up. that one. No, but isn't, like, the Croque Monsieur, isn't it, like, Mr. Crunch? And that's what it's called. Croque Monsieur. I actually don't know. I think it's the name translated as Mr. Crunch. The <laughs> Which is like amazing. That's... It was like the French invented a Big Mac way before we did. <laughs> it that is extremely good. I mean the Big Mac is all are, is up there if we're going for sandwiches with names, you know? That's true. If we're gonna make the best sandwich in the world, it does have to have a really, really good name. Oh, that's a lot of pressure to put on me this early in the morning. <laughs> it's like, oh, name things. Become a madman. And I'm like, I'm not. Uh, that's not me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm anti-establishment. Right. I'm anti-big sandwich. You're anti-big sandwich? I mean, in size, I'm pro. <laughs> okay, but in, yeah, that's what I in, thought. I'm not into corporatizing the sandwich. I feel like it's been done, you know? Right. Meant many times and much more successfully than i will ever do it so (laughs) why even try better to be anti do we start with the name 
and then work backwards? Never is that a good idea. Duck nuggets. <laughs> Duck nuggets. And then it's a deep fried uh, halloumi grilled cheese with duck sauce on it. Oh, wow. That's not half bad. It's not half bad. It does combine two really weird things, which is cheese and Chinese food. I don't know if you noticed, but the oh Chinese, my God. Chinese food don't do cheese. Have I never thought about the fact that Chinese food don't have cheese in it? Apparently, a lot of East Asians believe that cheese is disgusting. Because, which is fair. Yeah, because it's just not a, not that much of a thing over there. I mean, and cheese so some is of a, them are like, a beautiful Ew. thing, but I can see where you would get turned off as a culture. I mean, there's definitely some stuff that East Asians eat that, like, Westerners are not into, so. That's true. Different strokes, you know? Different strokes for different folks. I do like that they are a less dairy-dependent society. I feel like I would do very well there, seeing as I cannot digest it anyways. But that being said, our our sandwich must have cheese on it. That yeah, I think so. So we can have so – here's an idea. We have a sandwich. Okay. It's called Different uh-huh. Strokes different strokes and, and half of it is just american style chinese food and the other half is a turkey sub and the other half is chinese style chinese food. oh <laughs> uh, yeah that'd be weird between two slices of what like wonder bread between one rice patty and a slice of wonder bread <laughs> let me tell you let me let me ask you a thing here yeah are you are you pro or anti Wonder Bread? Because in my mind, the only people oh. who buy Wonder Bread are those people that are making those like horrific food monsters that are yeah. on like Twisted Foods and and Buzzfeed Foods. You know right. where they like cut off all the edges and they roll it into a shape and then fry it. <laughs> and then it's roll just... Nutella in it and then fry it in oil. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's like this is. Does anyone buy Wonder Bread other than to maim it? Like... <laughs> I I don't uh, besmirch people buying Wonder Bread. I don't know if that's the correct use of that word. I don't think so. I, I don't think you did a good job there. I'm not I'm shaming anyone for buying button. Wonder Bread. I get it. It's yummy. It's not good for you at all, but it's Is it it's just solid. super sweet? Yeah, they put a fuck ton of sugar in like bad things to keep it good in there that's why it's wonder bread because it doesn't go bad exactly i I guess it it. probably still goes bad but anyway the seed bread at kroger that it sells out (laughs) you know so like when you have it just because it sells out doesn't make it to stockpile I think it does because they have like the several like nicer sandwich breads mm-hmm. and that particular one that they make because they make like a bunch of them. But that one always sells out the fastest. Like every time I go to Kroger, they're out of seed bread. And my roommate is good at picking the ideal time to go to Kroger to find the seed bread, nice. the seed bread. Can we get a Kaiser but, uh, it's roll? It's not my job. Remind me of what is, is the brioche. It's like a hamburger bun, but a little different. I feel like pe- I think it's, it's more acceptable probably, to use that role for a sandwich as opposed to a hamburger. I feel like it's a brioche. Anyways, I don't care probably. about buns. All right, I don't fair. care about buns. What, don't give me a bun. What kind of cheese that, do you want? To me, you're robbing me of sandwich if you put it on a bun because a bun is not as no, big no, as no, a slice no. of bread. No, I mean, we can rule out a pretzel bun. That should, that's Fuck bullshit. Fuck a pretzel bun. Fuck a pretzel bun. You're, you're using a fancy you, bun because you're, you have, uh, you feel like the insides are inadequate. You heard right? it here. Like that's. 
Fuck a pretzel bun. Fuck a pretzel bun, dude. <laughs> There's there's way too much there's too much chewing involved in a pretzel bun. I don't need to spend all my time on this earth chewing a pretzel bun. Yeah, it's not no what I'm here to do. That it actually does make my jaw feel tired. You know what I That's hate? That's what's when nice about a Kaiser a roll. You don't have to. There's not a lot of chewing. It's, it's nice a very easy bite. Yeah, yeah. What do you? What? I feel like potato is too easy. Potato is good, but I don't think it can be on our perfect sandwich. I do love a potato roll. Though. No, no, and I, I don't, I don't like it like that much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'll, 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 I'll dabble, right. but like it's not gonna go on the best sandwich in the world. You were gonna talk about something that you hated or something? Uh oh, I hate when you uh, have to open your maw <laughs> as wide as it will go in order to get all of a sandwich in, into it, like. I'd like a si- simplicity of ingredients. I don't want like a shaggy situation. Yeah. A shaggy and Scooby-Doo situation. Although I do believe that the perfect sandwich should come topped with either a frilly toothpick or an olive just for, you know, perfect sandwich yeah. status. It's like the crown on the perfect sandwich. What's a good sandwich story, Emily? A sandwich story? Yeah. What's your favorite story about a sandwich? Oh, I actually have one. All right. <laughs> the year was 2012. <laughs> it was a special time for me. Okay. And basically, I, one of my best friends in the world, we became friends over a sandwich. Basically, we were going to go on a long sailing trip. And I was like, dude, have you ever been on one of these? And she was like, no. And I'd already decided we were going to be friends because... I was put on like a boat with a bunch of people that were losers that I didn't like them and I knew I didn't like them, but I didn't know one name on the list and that was her name. So I was like, guess we're going to be tight. (laughs) And so I went and this is when Starbucks actually had good food. Right. And they had these like amazing chicken sandwiches with like craisins and almonds in them that were like really tasty. Oh yeah. I remember that. Those were really good. And then, um, like, I was like, you've never been on one of these? And she's like, no. And I was like, look, it's bologna all week. <laughs> but here's what here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you half of my sandwich. And she was like, oh, thank you. An and I'm like, a, friend, a friendship is born. <laughs> and that's my favorite that's my favorite sandwich story because we're still incredibly close friends to this day. And it's all because so, of a Starbucks sandwich. It's all because of a Starbucks sandwich. So, you know, Starbucks did, did do one good thing. They did They can't make coffee. They can't make coffee, but they can make a sandwich. <laughs> That's all you can really. Or they ask could. For. They could in 2012. They're not trying anymore. That's my favorite sandwich story. Sandwiches bring people together. Okay, there's a really good sandwich called the Gay Filet. Okay. At this at this restaurant called the Cobra Cabana here, and I feel like I've talked about the Cobra Cabana a lot. I don't know. But that they you have, have this amazing. We follow them on they Instagram, use this, but. Yeah, they use this amazing uh, tofu that's made by a cult nearby. Very and good. It's, it's you know, it's good to buy local, good. you know. It's good to buy local. And also, I feel like they don't have a lot else to think about. So <laughs> they really focus on their tofu. And it's really dense and amazing tofu. And they make this uh, sandwich. Is, and is this a, a real group chicken of people that like, w- w- strove to be a cult, but they just got stuck on making tofu? And now they're just I a don't company know. that makes tofu instead of being a cult? I don't know. I have no idea, but it's definitely people live there, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's like a crazy collective, you know. Yeah. It's like like a con. It's they call it a conscious community, 
But um, okay. Yeah, so it's like pretty culty, but yeah, Tofu or in, sorry, a pretty an good intentional. It's an intentional community, excuse me. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just really crazy. But what is not an intentional tofu. community? Sorry, I'll let you finish. I mean, I feel like you just end up, but I was just going to talk about a sandwich real quick. It's called the Gay Filet. It's only available on Sundays, and it is a Chick-fil-A style sandwich, but with better chicken and or this substitute. And then they serve it with their version of Polynesian sauce and waffle fries, and then half the proceeds go to... uh, like shelters that serve trans youth so that's incredibly good yeah it's it's very good and it's called the gay filet and it's that's it was very much worth eating every single sunday for the rest of my life that's awesome they they sell out every weekend even now in the in the post in the pandemic times (laughs) (laughs) they sell out so (sighs) so weird all right john let's put a bow on this bad boy i gotta go work i so i think what we came up with is breakfast sandwiches are pretty much the best sandwich. Yeah, I think I'm still stuck on the fact that like just you'll like, never do better. And just like scrambled eggs on like it doesn't really matter what bread it is. Fresh bread is better, but it doesn't yeah. really matter if you put scrambled yeah, eggs scrambled and eggs, your favorite melted, cheese on it. Melted cheese, nothing is more disappointing than when your cheese is not fully uh, melted on your egg sandwich. Fully agree. Yeah. And then if you're a meat eater, get an Italian sub if you've never had one. Because it's Put amazing. it in your face hole and think about Emily real hard. So maybe I'll just like get, you know, that vibe sent to me. That beautiful, delicious vibe that I've been missing for 10 years. And the next time you stumble upon a podcast that's going to be talking about sandwiches and they're going to try to make the best sandwich that hasn't been made before, just... Don't even bother listening to it. Comment. It's it's just a Monte Cristo. You guys fucked up. And odds are you're probably going to have predicted that episode of that podcast. Because they're just yeah. going to be like, oh, I'm going to take a, a, a peanut butter and jelly and like my my favorite deli meat sandwich and a bunch of other things. Just put it together and smother it with powdered sugar. That's Monte Cristo. That's powdered sugar? Really? Yeah. It's a lot. Oh, uh, that's disgusting. I was thinking like the opposite of a Monte Cristo. I was like, you know what's really delicious was a lobster roll. Oh. Or a po' boy. You know what? Anyways. We, all sandwiches are to... created equal. All sandwiches are so good. And they're all incredible. Eat a sandwich today, folks. Eat a sandwich today and think about us while you do it. <laughs> not in a weird, not in a weird you know, way. No, in a weird way. Okay. All right. Uh, we have a couple of people to thank for this episode. I would like to thank Ethan Gustafson. He's a nice boy, and he wrote the music at the beginning and end of this podcast. If you if you like the music that you heard at the beginning and you're going to hear again, you should go to the website somepointsound.com because you can hire him to make music for you, and you should do that because, he's again, he's a nice lad. He's a nice lad and he's very talented. Thank you to Natalie Spitzel for the use of her cover art on our cover. I still don't know like a good way to roll into that really intensely, but I'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. Uh, you can find her on Instagram. It's at N as in Nancy, M <laughs> as in Marie, which I believe it actually stands for. And Spitzel Maybe. underscore creative. So it's at NMS creative. 
uh, underscore creative. Oh no, let's scratch oh, that. Oh okay, <laughs> at n m s underscore creative on Instagram. She just and you made can a also video visit game. her website. Holy balls! Yeah, what? she posted. She posted about it. She like posted a little video of a little demo of the video game that she made. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. It's really so cool. it's definitely, based on, like, definitely follow her on Instagram and also go to her website at nataliespitzel dot. Oh, so at nataliespitzel.com yeah it was like her her, her master's project or something i don't know it's cool well good for her yeah. man yeah so hop on this train because uh looks like it's leaving the station definitely get to get to know her follow us on instagram follow us on twitter at downy siblings for both of those you can email us uh at da- at jesus I, I say at and then i want to go into a social media handle I know, me too. Uh, downtimesubs at gmail.com is our email. So you can DM us on our Instagram or Twitter or email us at our email, downtimesubs at gmail.com. If you want to suggest ideas for episodes, how-to ideas, you can um, – I mean, obviously, there's music on the show. If you have original music, we want to hear it. So email us your, your original music so we can feature you on the show. And, yeah, just thanks, thanks for being awesome. Love you. Yep. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. Al Roker, I will fight you.